Are you ready? I am. What show is this? This is episode four. Hello, this is legendary voice Alvin Shia. It's another Friday before sunset, so please sit back or lay back and enjoy a breath of life for the next 17 minutes with your host, my friend, LaFool and A. Last time we were talking about best case and worst case scenarios, uh, if Biden were to win and if Trump had to exit the White House, um, whether or not he would, how do you get him out if he doesn't want to go? Best case scenario is one of the four horsemen. Worst case scenario, Trump does not want to leave and it's going to happen if it's close and the tools that he'll use to do it. Right now, he's trying to build himself a, a police state, a military force, a secret police force. So he might try to put them into play. But I mean, there's like 100 agents going out to these cities and doing these raids. There's 10,000 agents that are saying no. Are you sure they're saying no? Or are they just not being deployed? I would say of 1,000 agents that have the opportunity to do this, only 100 or so are going. And that's for a reason. Then we should ask our audience, if you happen to know uh, any agents who are not choosing to be deployed, let us know. We should know that. That would be good to know. I don't think that he'll be able to use the force of his police state. See, if Trump had a militia that would work, a well-regulated militia will come in handy right now, maybe. But again, the military is not going to help him. I think most of the military, the military is divided pretty much 50-50 between Republican and Democrats. And, but I, I don't think that they're going to help him a tyrant stay in power because military planners look at the long long-term plans like, like how is this going to affect us in the long run can we is this sustainable can we keep a police state and so i don't think that's going to help out um well, what is this base going to do yes yeah, base well, might come out and protest but it, what i want to see is what i want to make note is what's going on in israel and what's going on in russia um israel netanyahu's being brought up on bribery charges and he's got protests out in front of his house now that's new in israel that's really new and were arrested, but they're tired of they're tired of the bribery. They're tired of all the of having you know crappy leadership. So they're not putting up with it. Putin, Putin's already made it clear. I'm staying another four, maybe even eight years, and he twisted a few strings, made it look like it was legitimate, even though it probably wasn't. And ten thousand Russians came out. That's like not a big deal to some people. This is a place where even a hundred people show up, they get crushed. So for ten thousand to come out is actually a really big deal. In Russia, for sure. So this is actually a big deal, and I think this is what's going to happen here. Sorry, you think that if Trump questions the election, he'll want to stay. His uh, his base may come out and protest, but that's not the same as what's happening in Israel or Russia because it seems to me to be a different scenario where we have now been protesting for, I don't know, three months now, it seems. And also the the protests that we're having right now are being avoided by his base. So I'm not sure, I, I'm not drawing the parallel that you are. What I see is that it's all connected, like Netanyahu feared to hide his corruption. And then a court said, okay, you're guilty of corruption. And the people were like, we want this guy gone. Trump is going to lose an election. And that's that. And so people are going to say, look, you lost, you're gone. If you try to stay there, that's corruption. Putin has been notorious for corruption. He's killing people abroad. He's, he's doing worse to his own people at home. You know, it's the, they, they kill some reporter like within eyes view of the Kremlin. 
So they're like, you're corrupt. We want, we don't want another four years. So all of it has to do with the people being tired of the BS. And that's what I'm saying. These protests right now are about Black Lives Matter because the police have acted in a corrupt manner. The Black Lives Matter protests will end overnight if Trump loses. And the reason why is they're still about BLM. The only difference is we want to get that clown O-U-T. And that will become the higher priority. So you think that the majority of the protesters would shift their messaging and their reason for being on the street if Trump is uh, elected out but is signaling that he doesn't intend to leave. And you think that Black Lives Matter might get left behind for a minute? Black Lives Matter is going to be leading the charge. Trump is the problem. He's not the solution. He isn't, he's not going to change the thing. If he stays, it's going to get worse. Again, it's about, and if you're on a firing range, it's about shooting the nearest target. That's a 25 meter target on a 50 meter, on a, on a 400 meter range. You know, there's the, the furthest one now is supposed to be the, or the closest one is supposed to be the 50 meter target. Trump is like within even that distance. Like Trump will stop any progress. Who's, who's putting up these um secret police right now on protesters? Trump. This is coming directly from his orders so yeah he's gonna be, have to go and they're gonna realize that i mean it's it's the same protest it's not like they're gonna say we're not protesting black lives matter they need to get rid of the person that's causing the problem okay and so and so they're all going to unite now you're gonna have others who didn't come out because of that like uh they're gonna come out for this rally and the thing is these these are these people are organized black lives matter is important because they've been running these rallies since uh 2013. So they've been doing this a long time. I'm talking just this last, like the, sum, the summer of protesting has been going. May 25th. Yeah. They're learning. They're getting better tactics. They're learning how to deal with special police. And now they're going to have a large element to work with. And so I believe they're going to unite forces with the movement to get Trump out. And what the one protest you saw in D.C. that Trump got scared and hid in his bunker. Yeah. That's what Nancy Pelosi means when we say we're going to fumigate him out. Like Nancy Pelosi already said, if he doesn't try to, if he doesn't want to leave, she'll send the other 900 special agents who didn't want to go in to get Trump out of his bunker. You think that the Congress would send armed forces to the White House to extract the president on January 20th? I think Pelosi will step up and be the best leader you've ever seen her be. <laughs> We will lead a hardcore charge and drag him from that place. Shahid Buttar, go Shahid. If he wins, it'll be her last official act of dragging the president from the off, uh, Oval Office, kicking and screaming. And Nancy Pelosi will go out like, she'll just drop the mic and go out like a rock star. And that would be a perfect picture. And then, of course, she'll do a world tour with the whole nine yards. Okay, so... Let's say that she doesn't have those balls. What's the, what's, come on, <laughs> what's the other opportunity? Nancy Pelosi doesn't need balls. Nancy Pelosi is all woman and she's hardcore. She's hardcore. She will handle him. That's the least of my concern. <laughs> if you think she's going to be scared to do that, she she longs for that moment. I think she doesn't want, I think maybe, maybe she did this whole thing just for that one moment when Trump doesn't want to leave so she could drag him kicking and screaming. And then she'll do her little side clap for him as he walks out. Like, is that how that's going to work? Can the Congress make that kind of order? Yeah. Okay. 
when she when she's saying that she's saying if he doesn't want to leave we have a mechanism so this is one thing that she pointed out in an interview her recently she says the presidency isn't a location it's not geography the presidency is the presidency so the inauguration will happen on january 20 20th is that when it takes place january yeah it'll take place biden will be president and biden's not going to do it he'll go nancy went on this she goes i got this and she's gonna she's gonna drag trump out i mean it it'll be it would have been worth every single moment from the day that he won to this just to have that bit of pleasure. She will be so happy. She'll giggle for the rest of her life over that one moment. She'll live an extra five years just off all the giggling she'll do off a moment like that. That's how big of a moment that would be. All right. That's the worst case scenario. Okay. So the worst case scenario isn't Trump staying in office two more years. That's not going to happen. The worst case scenario is that he gets drug out. He goes to jail. And he dies in jail. And by the way, I want to put this out there. Epstein didn't kill himself. I just got to throw that out there. Hashtag one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> do you think, uh, do you think G- uh, Ghislaine is going to survive her FBI uh, imprisonment? I hope she does. Trump's trying to kill her. Trump killed Epstein. We all know that. So I think that she, Trump, like, Trump tests to her, you know, what does he say? I, I wish her well which he mean that's like a mobster thing like hey i wish him well you know what i mean so yeah so trump trump is definitely mobster affiliated you know and he's with Gotti and all the other ones and yeah trump wants her dead i still think trump killed epstein myself but that's just my personal belief based upon evidence which has probably been destroyed i mean he had the most to lose let's say that this worst case scenario happens uh nancy pelosi gets her moment in nirvana that doesn't address how his supporters may be responding. What what happens there on those streets? Uh, the biggest thing is how he responds. If he if he goes out like a sniveling coward, they'll be embarrassed. Uh, like Nancy Pelosi can turn this into this is a PR thing worldwide that it'll just it'll be embarrassment. Like to the point that five years from now, Trump supporters will deny. Like I, I was, I was never a Trump supporter, and you'll see that. You'll see a lot of that. You'll see people deleting their accounts, deleting anything to do with it, and you'll see a bigger investigation go out. Like if that happens, Trump, Trump will go to jail. If Trump goes to jail. They're gonna gonna hit him hard for everything. They'll throw the full book at him, uh, including like like things up in New York. You know, from everything from tax evasion to the the full amalgamation clause. Is that what it's called? Dad, I don't know. I have to look it up. They're gonna slam dunk him. And Trump, Trump really would die in jail. That's the sad thing about it. I think Trump should leave. With, I think Trump should, I prefer the first, the best case scenario. And that's when they pick an overwhelming victory and Trump just like, fuck this. And he goes and goes golfing. In the best case scenario, Nina Turner or something like that, Trump leaves office, like just walks off, disappears, never talks again. Trump's going to have a, a TV show shot overseas of him golfing. And that'll be a great show. And then people look back and go, you know what? Trump really wasn't that bad of a president. Do you think that his his supporters really will, let's say, deny him thrice? Well, again, it's how he goes out. If he if he goes out, you know, like, because look at what, who was it? Kanye West was like, oh, well, this is just all stunt, though. But he's like, oh, the reason why I'm no longer following Trump is because he was cowering in a bunker. So let's just say Kanye was being real. You know, yeah, it's about appearance. You know, no one wants to see their hero like, you know, snowing and crying and begging to be set free. So I think it will embarrass a lot of them. If Trump is defiant, 
and he puts up a stance and they all come to the White House and stand around and guard it and he goes out on his shield. I mean, that'd be tough. You're you're gonna have Trump you're gonna have Trump suicide bombers. You're gonna have like um who was the one who got a got vengeance for David Koresh? Uh do you know the who who blew up the Oklahoma the Oklahoma bombing? Timothy McVeigh. Like you'll you'll get Trump supporters that are like Timothy McVeigh. Like they'll do crazy radical things. And that's the that's the really the worst case scenario. You know, because then this is gonna go on for a while. This this will go on, this will turn to a real insurgency in the United States, like a really bad one. Define insurgency. An insurgency is a group of people that are disenfranchised with the government and seek to undermine it, whether it's going to be by having uh, succession, whether it's going to be by overturning the government, or just by killing leadership. Do you think they can mount a strong enough insurgency that it could be a problem for more than three to six months? You ever heard the term the three percenters? No. Three percent of the United States allegedly during the uh, Revolutionary War is who started the war. Three percent. So that's all it takes. And there's already a group called the three three percenters. They're a, a paramilitary unit. Yeah. But it comes from that premise that three percent of the colonists were the ones to start the Revolutionary War. So we're for all the near three percent. Trump's base right now makes up about thirty percent, maybe twenty five percent. I'd say his base makes up an easy twenty to twenty four percent of the United States. Right, but not all of them are willing to like literally put their life on the line. Of that, if you even get ten percent, that's what. Well, if you get fifteen percent, that of that, of that twenty percent that take part of it, that's more than three percent of the country, and that's just you know, and half of them, do, half of his base, I think all of his base votes. I shouldn't even say that. I think most of his base is voting as a voting block, but I think there's more than three percent of the country that would be willing to. Maybe not even, they didn't give two shits about Trump before, but Trump unites races. Trump unites the neo-Nazis. Trump unites uh, the Boogaloo movement. Trump unites three percenters, Oath Keepers, um, and all these other paramilitary units all throughout the United States. They give, it gives them a common goal. They're anarchists in a sense, but anarchists can be united if they have one common goal. And if that is, we all agree, we didn't like Trump, but what, what happened to him is wrong. We're going to help y'all. And now they conduct terrorist attacks against the Biden administration, against uh, Pelosi, who may already be gone out of office, but she's still the one that got him out, against AOC and and, and this, you know, crazy left-wing um, uh, Congress, you know, and more progressives that come in, the more further left this gets, like it's going to piss a lot of people off. Right. Not a lot, but it's at least, at least 5% of the country. So yeah, that's the worst case scenario, you know. We we haven't seen that in the US yet, but Trump could be the person. I mean, this is what he's trying to set up right now. This is what this is what he's creating this death cult. He wants to be remembered afterwards. He doesn't Trump doesn't care about being remembered for the good things. He just wants to be remembered, even if it's for the bad. We're going to end this part of that conversation. I think we've done what is that, four episodes now on the current status of the Trump presidency. So let's take a minute to wrap up the last four episodes. Okay. Where did I start off? <laughs> well, tonight you started off with uh, the worst case scenario of Trump exiting, and then we moved into what might happen with his uh, supporting base. Yeah. So first off, of course, Bernie would have won. 
but yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. It, it'll be nice if they actually bring his base in as many of them as they can and, and try to make some concessions for them. Bill Clinton started building the wall in the first place. Maybe that might be the one thing that gets them excited, you know? There's a guy that's part of the NFAC and his thing is that he's believes in having a border wall, but he also wants to give everybody here that's already here legally, you know, 48 million is or 11 million, give them citizenship. And so a path for the citizenship and a wall might be a neat and fair compromise. I think the goal would be to make sure that the Trump base has something in the end, rather than bitterness and sorrow and, and a reason to want to, you know, go out like their glorious leader did. Perfect. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. All right. Oh, but the most important thing? Yes. Bernie would have won. <laughs> Indeed. We shall come up with some delightful new subject and content uh, for our next episode. And uh, I will talk to you soon. I want to talk about the Mashiach one time. Okay. We'll do it next, next, next episode.